Section 26 of The Catholics Read the Answer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tony Ducepec. The Catholics Ready Answer by Reverend M. P. Hill. Section 26. Cremation. Objection. What is to prevent a Christian, Catholic or non-Catholic, from directing that his body be burned after his death? There is nothing intrinsically wrong in cremation, and it may be made an important factor in public sanitation. The Answer We grant that in the bare idea of cremation there is nothing necessarily sinful. The burning of a human corpse is not necessarily or essentially wrong from a moral point of view. But this one consideration will not settle the practical question. Cremation cannot be considered apart from its associations or from its bearings upon Christian thought and usage. It is this relative significance of cremation that justifies the Church in forbidding the practice, and in forbidding it, she has the sympathy and concurrence of the great mass of Christians of all denominations. The reader need not be reminded that the practice of cremating human corpses, which is now getting into vogue, was a general pagan custom at the dawn of Christianity, and that it was the Church that brought about its general abolition. With the advance of Christianity, the funeral pyres disappeared, and human remains were reverently laid away in tombs. The Jews had never practiced cremation, and the fact that the chosen people and the Christians, their successors in faith, were at one on this point is very significant. It seems to indicate what estimate of the human body is the natural one to believers in the true God. The early converts to Christianity had been accustomed as pagans to seeing the bodies of their deceased friends enveloped in flames, and then nothing but a handful of ashes to be carried away for a remembrance. But now that they were Christians, they felt their natural affection awakened by their supernatural faith, and that the human forms that were dear to them were left untouched save by the destructive forces of nature. But what is more to the point, the Christians regarded the bodies of their friends as having been the temples of the Holy Ghost and as awaiting the day when they should be glorified by being united with their souls in glory. Hence, nothing more natural than a reverent guardianship of the remains of the dead who had died in the Lord. Today, the Church has a fresh motive for insisting on the perpetuation of Christian burial and the exclusion of cremation. Enemies of the Church who are bent on destroying the vestige of ancient Christianity are in the forefront of the movement in favor of cremation. The Freemasons, in conjunction with certain cremating societies, are making this a part of their propaganda against Christian beliefs and practices. The Church, as might be expected, is all the more zealous for her traditional mode of treating the remains of the dead, and she forbids her children to give any help or encouragement to a movement whose inspiration 
is anything but Christian. Many eugenists also, regarding cemeteries of the prevailing type as a menace to the health of large communities, have been no less zealous advocates of cremation. Now the church is alive to the necessity of guarding against infection arising from this or any other such source, and we may say with confidence that if the need for a change in the direction of cremation were sufficiently urgent, and if the evil complained of could not otherwise be removed, the church would not object to cremation where needed, any more than she has objected to the burning of human beings in certain plague-stricken cities. But these dangers are often exaggerated, or at least can be met with expedients short of cremation. The proper location of cemeteries and the rigorous enforcement of sanitary laws will doubtless be sufficient solution of the problem for many a day. It will be well for Catholics to know the positive prohibitions of the Church in the matter of cremation. We would ask our Catholic readers to note well the following regulations. Number 1. It is unlawful for anyone to order or direct that his own remains or those of another be cremated. It is unlawful to join any society whose object is to aid in the spread of the practice of cremation. And if any such society should be affiliated to Masonic organizations, members of the society would be under the same ban as the Masons themselves. Number two. It is never allowed to cooperate in the cremating of a body by giving orders, direction, or advice concerning it. There may be reasons in some cases why officials, servants, etc. may be permitted to be present and even to participate in the transaction. But they should ordinarily not do so. Number two. It is never allowed to cooperate in the cremating of a body by giving orders, direction, or advice concerning it. There may be reasons in some cases why officials, servants, etc. may be permitted to be present and even to participate in the transaction. But they should ordinarily not do so without the consent of their confessors, who will be able to determine whether their mere material presence or cooperation is justifiable under the circumstances. Number 3. No Catholic who has given orders that his body be cremated after death can receive the sacraments of the dying unless he is willing to cancel the orders. Number 4. No one can be buried with the rites of the Church who is known to have decided of his own free choice to be cremated after death and to have persevered in his decision. Ignorance of the law of the Church or inability to reverse orders given for cremation may, however, be a just plea for indulgence at the hands of the Church. End of section 26. Recording by Tony Duchepec.